Do you remember the time in 2020 when that COVID-19 or whatever it was called took the world by storm? Do you remember how you felt when we were in quarantine or something for a while or felt like forever? I wonder what that's what our lives are going to be like in 10 years or 20 years from now? Will our children remember not going to school? Will our grandparents remember not seeing their grandkids for some time out of abundance of caution? It's interesting. I've reconnected with many people in the last couple weeks simply because they're not at work. And you know what? It's been a real blessing for me for a couple reasons. One is I love to reconnect with people who I care about and want to share time with and life with and my love with. And it's been interesting because I'm able to minister to people in ways that I really never would be able to if if this whole thing hadn't happened. Um, I'm also listening to people. I'm listening to what they care about, how they feel, who they're concerned about, and how God plays a part in their daily lives now. Some people are maybe reading the Bible a little bit more and I think a lot of people are definitely praying more for others, more than they had been, which is a great thing. A dear friend of mine, actually a new friend of mine, asked me, I wonder when things will get back to normal. We were messaging each other online and my response was a bit long, but I think it was appropriate. I said, well, as children of God, Jesus does not want us to be normal people. He wants us to be able to think and love and worship him differently. The normal of this world is what we feel comfortable with, as we know this world and everything in it is temporary. That means all of the suffering and sorrow, and also joy and happiness. The true joy is in Christ, and Christ lives forever. He is not temporary. I hope things do not go back to where they were. I hope we become better people. I hope we learn through it all. I mentioned a few personal things between her and I. And I concluded by saying, things are not the same as they used to be, but as we seek God, let's take that challenge and embrace his power by desiring less of the normal and more of him. Yes, of course you all, and I hope my family also, and friends, are safe and healthy. But even before this all happened, I would pray for that also. But most of all, I want to pray for people 
to come closer to God, to seek His face, to want to know Him in a more deeper, sincere, and loving way, as you would a friend. I want to conclude by reading James chapter 1. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. He goes on in verse 12. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Also, in 1 Peter chapter 1, So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your own ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. I would encourage everyone, and I speak to myself first, to turn off the TV if you're bored, maybe go for a walk if you need some exercise, but pray. Think magnificently of God. Think of the things that he's given us, he's done for us. Think of the blood on the cross. He did that for us. He did that for you. We don't need to be bored in our worldly life because God is really giving us an opportunity to glorify him, to praise him. Ask the Holy Spirit to do more work in us. And when he does, let us hear and let us listen. And of course, let us obey. Heavenly Father, thank you for these words of encouragement today. It's always wonderful to hear from you and to listen to you. God, let us be able in these times of stress or anxiety and worry to not worry but let us pray, for you have asked us, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. 
yes, these times seem boring to people and they seem very uneasy. But just like this world and everything in it, including us, we are temporary. But we know, God, that you live forever. You were here before the world was formed and you will be here well after it is destroyed. God, we thank you for allowing us to come to you and praying to you. And we ask that you do help our family members and friends with their health and with the way they feel in these times. But please, God, in these times, draw us closer to you, even closer to what we are now. Amen.